Catherine. I'm Teresa. <laughs> we are see, see you next, next Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, good. I've been looking forward to today because um been in a little bit of a rut, I think. But yeah. Starting to get our like mojo back. I feel I feel like the the grease is is in the wheels. I don't know why we're both moving our shoulders. <laughs> we're ready for like a workout. Yeah. Like, we got it. We got it. So, yeah. Do you want me to ask you first? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so, Corinne, yeah. if today was a color, what color would it be? Today was a color. It would be black. Black? Ooh. I yeah. slept. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why black. Yeah. <laughs> but just, um, like, flat. Like... Nothing bad, nothing like over the top exciting. This is my first weekend of like really nothing planned. Right. For a while. Traveling a lot. Traveling, yeah. hosting. Something. But yeah, what would it feel what like? Would it feel like yeah. Um somber. Oh, somber. Just, yeah. That's a deep feeling. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's deep. That's it. That's all I'm going in. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. And then what made you feel somber? You don't know. Um Yeah, I think just like like deep in my thoughts, deep in, um, the path, like what path am I going to, I'm kind of in approaching this fork in the road mm-hmm. and, um, in a lot of areas of my life. And so it's causing me to like, not necessarily push anybody away, but I'm pulling back from a lot of things. Oh, okay. So, um, focusing, giving myself space, yeah. giving myself time to really consider, you know, the outcome on each, uh, I guess, move that I make. Um, but nothing like actually physically happened today. It's just, except for that I had nothing planned today. So sometimes though too, when I don't do that, when I remove stuff off my plate, I, it's almost like a form of depression. Like, you know, cause I'm not, I'm not dealing with my shit. So when I'm forced to deal with it. (laughs) Or I think you put a lot of stuff on your plate to like not deal with it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like when you're forced to deal with it now. Yeah, like when I, yeah, I have to. Like I've got like 30 days to figure a lot out. Yeah. So I have to like actually pull stuff off my plate to like really focus on a couple of things because I can't have any distractions. And so that just makes all the... Wow, black is the first, the first time we've used black on the show. Yeah. Know, because, well, black, I mean, whenever you said that, I felt like space. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of space. Yeah, and that's what, I mean, you just said it. Like, we've kind of been in this rut. Yeah. I think I've only seen you once or, no. Twice. Did mobility. I see you twice this week? No, I saw me once this week. And it was mobility with like Justin. Yeah. yeah. So it wasn't even like a real session. No, it wasn't. Yeah. So I haven't seen you. Like, I haven't really seen anybody, and I've just been... Like, I felt the distance a little bit, but I don't, like you always know, like I like pick right back. Oh yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. it's like with your relationship with Allie. Yeah, I feel like that's very similar, which is good because yeah. it's not that like you need me in your life all yeah. the time. You can always depend on me, but like I feel like each person goes to like their own. Hundred percent. Well, to me, the best friendships are the ones that aren't the needy friendships. So. You know, you've been traveling a lot too. Yeah. You've been, you know, working, it seems like a lot more as well. So you've been away. Allie lives in New Jersey. Brandon's in Tennessee. Um, Erica and TJ are on a cruise right now. Joe and Tiff are like doing stuff. DJ and Lawyer traveling. And so everybody is just like Whoa. everywhere. And um, I really appreciate that, you know, with everybody. Like I'm the connecting person between all those people. Like I can see you and be like, Hey, what's up? And not be like, Oh my God, 
hear from you in 22.2 hours. We're no longer friends, you know? Like, are you fucking Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, like, my best friend had both her tits removed, and, oh, no. like, I wasn't there, you know? And so we pick right back up, you know? And it's like we go through life, and, and that's it. So, okay, anyway. Yeah, okay, anyway. <laughs> Thanks, Titan, for that. Oh, Pete, breaking it up. Yep. My dog is serious. He's needy. As Merc. Um, okay, so for me, I want to say my day. I, I always go with green. It's my favorite. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite freaking color. And uh, do you want to grab that? No. Oh, okay. oh. <laughs> We're going to focus on you. <laughs> um, green is my favorite color, but I mean, we, my husband and I came back today to Fort Bragg. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like, we like cut down a bunch of trees yeah. that were off a uh, side of like a drop zone yeah. um, that a lot of people have been like kind of landing in recently. Mm-hmm. So it removes that danger, and then we take those like trees and then we like leave them kind of in piles and they mm-hmm. create habitat for whale, rabbit, rocks, and stuff like that. So a lot of like, I don't know, I'm a huge conservationist. So just for your awareness. <laughs> for your awareness. But um, then do you like go hunt them there? So it just creates, so what we're having in North Carolina is like a lot of loss in habitat for mm-hmm. these wild animals. Mm-hmm. And so what that creates is a space for them to get covered and like, yeah. like nurse their young and things like that. Okay. Or like to have like little homes. So that's basically what we did today. Nice. And I like got a chick on me and have one of my first oh. chick bites in a long time. So Justin took care of me then. But great on you. <laughs> that's for our other podcast. That's a jellyfish. <laughs> I could just see it being like, this is what we do. Lay down. <laughs> right now. Yeah, anyway. Little do you guys know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, so that's why I like, I like green. Green, like fertile, and uh, like next week is dove opener. Mm-hmm. So Saturday morning I'll be out in a field shooting at dove. And okay, so and then we're gonna eat them obviously. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. But anyway, green that's what made it like happy and yeah. fertile and like wildlife always like gets me excited and like so does the garden and stuff. So I like green. Yeah, that's all. Okay, happy flourishing. Happy. Well, that leads into real quick. Justin just said that it was it was his birthday yesterday. Yeah, that's right. Happy birthday. And uh, he's celebrating tonight. So don't do anything we wouldn't do. Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Um, oh, yeah. So yeah, so that goes into like what we're talking about today, which is perception versus perspective. And I have a couple of the actual like true definitions just Perfect. to kind of start like table our conversation. Yeah. So perspective is your point of view. Um and then it's the state of one's ideas. So basically the facts of mm-hmm. what one knows. Which makes sense, perspective. Mm-hmm. And I always think of like perspective, like spectacles, as like what you mm. see and view. Your view. Yes. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then perception. So this one's a little deeper and it has like quite a long um, mm-hmm. definition, but it's what you interpret. So your yeah. understanding of a situation, person, or object. Um, a meaning you assign to any given like stimulus or situation. And then that can also kind of be construed as your insight or your intuition. Hmm. If you think about that. Perception. I like the intuition and that's really mm-hmm. what I will intuition, but also, um, yeah. So yeah. why? 
Uh, well, does that like sing to you a little bit? Well, intuition, um, just perception, perspective, perception period is, well, there's a different way I want to head into this. So I believe that it's re, it's the responsibility. It's your responsibility. So if we're communicating and talking, it all ties back to that tough conversation, Ooh, right? I so if I'm saying to you, we're having a conversation, Hey, Teresa, um, I really, you know, I really want to, I don't know. I can't even think of like a situation because we communicate so well now, but think about our first experience. Yeah. Was I mean, I can totally go. Yeah. Yeah. So please do. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, so <laughs> I think that's really what started our. Like, that is. Yes. Okay, yeah. Good. Our relationship. Perfect. Yeah. So there was a situation, and we might have kind of covered this actually on the first podcast, but it wasn't recorded. Ah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. The love language. Yeah. 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 So um, there was a situation between, not even between you. It was just somebody else's issue with you, her perception of why Teresa was in. The gym. Yeah. Which cracked me up. Okay, so <laughs> Teresa works for a company. I'm not going to say who, but yeah. she works for a company. You work for a company yes. where technically you could be doing this job where you're investigating military homes, the safety of the homes, like is there mold in the house or any, let's just say any home group whatsoever. Or right. Right. That's like a structure. Right. Mm-hmm. So you, that could be what you actually were doing. Mm-hmm. However, you are not, and you're just here because Justin just happens to be stationed here, and you know. So there was gossip, there was conversation about this. Like Teresa is is God, I can't really say it without saying yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. So Teresa is planted here to investigate, investigate um, this family mm-hmm. who is filing a claim against the company. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then, lo and behold, Teresa's amazing trainer (laughs) (laughs) ends up leaving, and she ends up moving, and I get said psycho investigator, you know, so I'm like, I don't really want to work with you, like, I I don't want my family, like, being investigated, yeah, and so... Um, instead of just wild to me, I know it's so, so crazy in the tension that was created, like every time she'd walk into the building and this other person was there, um, it was probably palpable. That makes sense. It was like, there she is, there she is. And she, the other person would freak out. I mean, I'm telling you like freak the fuck out, you know? And she's like pacing and walking all around the building and trying to avoid her. And I'm watching this and I'm watching her. Like, you're like my llama friend. You're just completely oblivious. Like, yeah, well, I had you're no just like idea. doing your workouts, training. Like, what everyone likes me. I'm so cool. What is going on? Like, there's no, if this is true, she's fantastic. Like, you're a great investigator. Like, you know, ninja person. Like, you know, nobody else knows what's going on except for this one person and all the people that she's telling all the people. It wasn't just me. It was all the staff she was oh. saying that to, right? Mm-hmm. So I get her, and the like it wasn't. I take you as a client because Cassidy moved. Yes, and it was, amazing. was Cassidy is phenomenal. Um, if you ever need a lifestyle coach, go to Cassidy. Um, was it the first session or like the second? Yeah, the second session. So yeah, the first session we kind of like had a powwow of just like reassessing. Mm-hmm. Second session we were. 
by the Jacob's Ladder. I was actually on, on the, the Jacob's dying. Ladder. Yeah. <laughs> and I just had this like overwhelming, like huge tug, which Teresa also wants to talk about intuition as well. But like this huge tug of like, you have got to say something. Mm-hmm. Like there's no way that I can have her for the next six months. And I have you for a year. Oh, you, no, 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 no. It would have been like six months. months. Yeah. Sorry. So, um, <laughs> like I, there's no way And my, the way I coach is all based on relationships. So if there's no trust and it's not even if, if you don't trust me, if I don't trust you, yeah. it's not going to work. Like I appreciate it a lot. just as much as the client is ditching or dodging the coach, the coach can dodge the client as well, you know? So I just, I can't even remember really how I worded it, but it was a very tough conversation and it was, um, it was just literally me just saying, Hey, I have to tell you something. I have to tell you, I want to ask you a few questions and I just kind of want to clear the air. And Teresa's eyes, I remember you were like a deer in headlights. Like your face was just like, Ah, shit. Yeah. Like, what? And, I mean, I remember still you, uh, like, somewhat working out, but we pretty much just stopped everything Well, I was, like, so, like, blown away by what you were telling me that, like, somebody else had, like, this perception, really, of, like, my actual perspective of why I was there. Because we went through a whole intake, just like how you yeah. like, just like, oh, this is what my goals are, blah, blah, right. blah, blah, you know, <laughs> I want to be like a fitness, like, yeah. I want to be like competitive and like, want my body shape, this and that. Yeah. Yeah. No idea. Yeah. So yeah, she actually worked with this person mm-hmm. at the gym for, yes. yeah, two, two times. And the perception from that other person was that Teresa was there to get her, yeah. to like catch her in a lie to manipulate the system that would like really impact her family in a massive way. And here's Teresa just coming in, like trying to get some gains. That's it. (laughs) That's it. And this other person's putting out all this negative juju vibes, you know, and really just fucking up the vibes of the gym every time Teresa was coming in. So that brought us to, that was Teresa's, first really you know introduction to a tough conversation right away i would say at least with us you know yeah like, with like our relationship <laughs> i've yeah. had a number of conversations in which i think actually that helped with experiencing it from the other view because i've had to have like you were the one having the giving the tough con- well yeah. initiating the tough conversation mm-hmm. it was not difficult for me to bring it to you because it did not involve me yeah i just wanted to be like Yo, what the fuck? What's the deal? Yeah, like, you some investigator that's going to, like, you know, cre- like, create some crazy-ass story on me oh and take God. it to my, you know, baby daddy and be like, yeah, she's a bad mom or whatever. Like, you make up some... So that's really... I mean, that was what I was thinking. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know, so I'm like, I'm there in the air. So going into that, the perception versus the perspective was... My perception was exactly that. Like, it's, it's being led... By somebody else who, by the way, no longer works at our company anymore. And I think she was on her way out. Oh, okay. Right? When Cassidy left. Or was she already out? Uh, it doesn't matter. I yeah. Really yeah. Honestly, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So um, my perception was led, 
I allowed my view of you. A prejudice almost. Like yes. Like judgment, but not yeah. really. Perspective, yeah. Yeah. So it was, is it perspective? I think it's perception. Perception, that's right. I think it's perception because that yours is the perspective. Yeah. Yours is like, no. Like, first of all, this is actually what. I was like, this is what really this happened. Is what I really, this is what really <laughs> happened. And this is like literally what the fuck I do. Like, I just remember thinking like, you are in no way, shape or form like an investigator. Like you're not, you know, inspector gadget. Like you're not, <laughs> like you're not like not to dumb, not dumbing down or like not making what you do. Cause what you do in my opinion is pretty cool. Thanks. But the, what she said you did was like way far fetched from yeah. what you actually do. Which is like wild to me to think that like I was like, oh okay, well <laughs> yeah. yeah, at least like people yeah. I, I'm like not not that that's like smart. Right. right. I'm like, wow, really I'm not like that in tune. I would yeah. say I really need to actually probably pick that up as far as like judging my surroundings a little bit better and like emotional awareness or like emotional intelligence. You know I, I don't mean? know if you could have ever like spotted that though, because essentially what happened, at least obviously I wasn't there, you were there, but I know what an intake is, like yeah. when you're having a new client. And they basically share, like you ask, if you're good at it, you share questions that pull the deep shit out very quickly, right? So if she was good at it and she pulled the deep stuff out, or she just even got the surface level stuff, and you said, I work for blah, 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 blah. And I do blah, 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 blah. And she's going through and she's doing what uh, she's doing. Be okay, in my opinion, this shit's going to go out in the air. So, I mean, I don't care. But in my opinion, if you're fucking wrong, you're always living on the edge. Wow. If you're doing wrong by somebody, everything is, like, out to get you. Everything, everyone, you're second guessing. You're always looking over your shoulder. If you just do what you're supposed to fucking do and live right... You were doing. You're just like, la da, like whatever. Yeah, this is what you do. So, like, why would you? I don't know. I just remember thinking, like, that's like crazy. Like, she's spending a lot of fucking money. You were really quiet too the first couple times. Yeah, because like, uh, I was we trying to like, and you were like, like really, yeah, yeah. Like, now I was like, oh gosh, she's so calculating. And yeah, Karen's like, really serious. She takes this shit seriously. Like, I mean, I, was I a little do. Nervous, but, yeah. So like. Well, yeah. Well, now I know you're hot, but like, <laughs> but like, she takes this like dead. Well, serious, my you know? demeanor compared to Cassidy's is way different. exactly, exactly. Yeah, Cassidy to me, love her, but she oh. is like, she's so sweet. You know? She's so sweet, but she's just I don't know, like, like a I just like a Disney princess, like not in a mean way, but she's just very happy and like, I'm like I just she's just so usa all the time. <laughs> And I'm like, let's go. Let's go. I don't have time. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Anyway, so <laughs> you got to get this shit done. So, um, perception. So we were had we had that tough conversation, and my it was my perception of what happened uh -huh. and allowing you to say. <laughs> No. <laughs> well, to, I guess to realign your perspective. Per, is it realigning my perspective or realigning my perception? So, perception can be affected by perspective. Okay. That's, like, something I wrote down specifically. Yeah. Perception can also be influenced by past experiences, feelings, and thoughts. Or, your, like, your perception can also, like, 
drive your morals, which is, is really your, our belief system. Right. So is it your perce- so your perception in the in the conversation? So right now, we're both. Yes. Right. So for me, it's I'm talking, so it's perspective. Yes. To you, it's perception. Uh-huh, exactly. And then you start talking, and now it's perception, perspective. perspective. Exactly. Woo! English 101. <laughs> so you have to always think like perspective, like spectrum. Yeah, like what you said. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. then understanding is like really feeling. And then, but like feelings often can, and I really want to talk about this. Yeah. It's like, are we a product of our environment or are we a product of what our thoughts and beliefs are? Like, because some people can be very introspective, right? You look mm-hmm. into internally. Yeah. But then they also like read a lot and philosophical. But then there's a lot of people that are like, I would say for me, very worldly. Yeah. Um, that are tech, like touch textile, like colors, like very like creative mm-hmm. in that res- like respect, like respect, I should say. But so do sense? you think that at some point they still come back to where they're like how like like where they grew up like all the things that they, that was normal to them as a child they will somehow filtrate back to that not necessarily like the same behavior or mannerism but like something Ooh, something we should have a psychologist on our on our podcast it's dope okay i do know somebody maria Maria. My client, Maria Denton. Oh. Would she come on? <laughs> yes, probably yes. would. Because I think that that is where they break it down, really. Mm-hmm. It's like, where are your perspective? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, people will go back and have flashbacks. And yeah. Revert to their childhood where yeah. they were having experience like trauma or extreme happiness where they would always strive to get to that. But yeah. life isn't like that, right? Yeah, I think, well, so I think that your, pers- whatever your perception is driven by your foundation of, right, like exactly what you said, your beliefs, your background, morals. right, your morals, yeah, your like if your worldview, like I, you know, how you were raised, like your, yeah, so there's, there's it, yeah, your spirituality, yeah, your religion, even your, like it's 2022, your sexual orientation, um, workplace, like it's really... You know, and that's, as I'm saying that, that's why it's so important to be protective of who's in your arena. Ooh. Right. Yeah, it's so, pro- yeah. Right. Yeah. Protective of energy. who's in your, yeah. Who's in your arena? Who are you giving energy to? Who's giving you energy back? And, um, not necessarily, I don't believe that everybody is like-minded. I love that. Like everybody in my arena, all those people that I listed, everybody's different. Every single person is different. None of them, I guarantee there's something, there's a topic that nobody agrees on, you know, between everybody, but we all kind of coexist, if you will, because at the end of the day, like you might, my people care about me. Yes. Right. So we're not going to go toe to toe over some like, I don't know, school loan forgiveness bullshit. Right. Like, right. See, exactly. <laughs> but you know what Politics I mean? religion. Yeah. 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 I feel like that's what you actually have to talk about is because there are different like to have the conversation. Yeah. What your view. Yeah. You know, why? Yeah. Like, are they founded? Is it founded on fact? Is it because someone told you something right. and now you believe it? Right. But it's like a completely wrong experience or like wrong perception. Right. But like the perspective is, is this. Yes. Exactly. Right. And removing 
Um, so when you're having conversations, so today, right, we're doing oh, yeah, you told me you turned shoulder Jared. presses with Jared Bear. And um, I had said, hey, we're recording the podcast today. Like, make sure, you know, with all my clients and we're recording. Listen. Like, sure you're recording. <laughs> Check it out on Instagram. And uh, he was like, it's crazy that you're bringing this up. Like, we're talking about this right now at this very moment. And he shared, you know, what had happened. And we both agreed that, like, you have to, I don't know, it was military stuff. So oh, okay. So it, but it really comes down to, like, if you are not firm in who you are, what you believe in, like, if you don't know who you are, if you don't have strong morals and, like, like, in my mind, I envision like you're just like a refrigerator, like nobody is moving you, like you are strong in who you are and all that stuff. You are going to fall for anything. I was thinking about anchor. Like yeah, anchor. anchor. Yeah, you gotta be anchored. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and if you don't have that and you're not firm in that, you're gonna fall for anything. And you're or you're gonna become also what we were talking about essentially is being very lax, like uh, whatever, like I got away with this for so long. I can keep doing it. And then somebody comes in and they're like, what the fuck are you doing? Called yeah. Bullshit. You get called out yeah. and now it's like, I'm being targeted or, you know, it's sexual harassment or this is you name it. And it's yeah. like, okay, those comments are emotional comments. Mm-hmm. So let's remove the emotion and let's focus on the facts. Thank you. Your job is you did not do all of these steps. Therefore you are written up. That's it. It's not because of the color of your hair or your female or your five foot five or whatever. It is you did not do your job. Specifically performance based. Right. You did not do your job. You have forgotten who the fuck you work for. You've forgotten what you signed up for. Nobody made you be here. Army is like, hey, we will gladly have you leave, right? They are not like, if you don't want to be there, there's the door. of all right. volunteer right. <clears throat> right. So when people get upset, I'd say in anything, nobody makes you work. And, and actually, that's a whole different podcast because people aren't working at all. <laughs> oh, I know. Right now, isn't that crazy? <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. There's all these jobs where people don't want to work or people want to hire people and they want to offer you $9 an hour. And it's like, okay, homie, but gas is like, you know, $5 a gallon. It's not really. It's like almost four. <laughs> but Yeah, almost four. So... Um, you have to be able to remove the fact or not the facts, the emotions and focus on the facts. And I think that that is with anything. That's not, I think it is, it is with anything in life, right? Like if you're having a tough conversation or you're trying to move forward in anything, you have to focus on the facts. You can't, if you focus on the emotions, then it's, it gets messy. I don't know how you are. I'm perimenopausal. I'm enhanced athlete. I've got a lot of shit going on. And if I focus on my emotions, I'm going to be a whore. And I'm going to be a whore. I'm going to be like, like in the red all the time financially. You know, I'm never going to show up for work because I'm going to, I'm going to have all these feelings and you just can't do that. And it's like, the facts are filling in, you know, keep your legs closed, friend. (laughs) You know, we don't have to give it all to everybody or anybody, you know, we don't have to give it to anybody. And you're perimenopausal, like you have total control of everything and you just remove the emotion. And also when you do that, when somebody's talking and I remove the, and I think it sounds like I'm not an emotional person, but I'm actually a very emotional person. But when people have conversations with me, three, not even 
longer than that. Five years ago, if we had a tough conversation, if you're like, hey, Karen, I need to talk to you, girl, my heart rate would go sky high. Yeah. Sky high. If you mm-hmm. sent me a text like, hey, I need to talk to you later, can you set aside like 20 minutes? But you better take 20 minutes right, right now. now. There's wow. no way. My brain would spin that out of control. Now, you'd be like, hey, Karen, I need to talk. Well, actually, I probably would be affected because of the people in my arena. They matter. But somebody outside of the arena, I'd be like, hey, I need to talk to you. Like, can you set aside 20 minutes? Right, you better text me when you need to talk to me because I'm not going to remember. <laughs> and I just like, whoop, like I keep going because okay. I don't give two fucks because I remove the emotions from yeah. everybody that's not in the arena. I think you've also said <clears> the like <throat> expectation that if somebody actually needs to talk to you about something important is that they come to you with it. Right. And like with all the facts. So like, that's something right that now. you've done a lot of work yeah. on yourself to right. like ensure that that's like a level sleep. Well, I think when you, focusing on perception and perspective, when you... When you deliver what you expect back, you create that that platform, I guess, right? So there's no, like, the only reason why that person came to me and said what she said about you was because I wasn't even there for 30 days. She didn't know me. Now, now, and I'm telling you, if she listens to this podcast and she hears it, she's going to know exactly who the fuck we're talking about, and I'm talking about her. You know, and now she's going to know why every time I see her in Walmart, I'm like, hey, and I just keep fucking walking. Like, I'm not giving you time of day. No, because if you're saying that about somebody you barely know, what are you going to say about me? You know what I mean? And when you say this stuff about your family, what are you going to say about me? I don't want that in my life. Anyway. I have that, like, at work a lot. Um, There's people that like over dramatized mm-hmm. and like what we do is like super black and white yeah it's like i have to have all the facts which is fantastic yeah. so the last couple of years i've been learning a lot about that because it used to be extremely emotional like the facts were loosey-goosey mm-hmm. like and, and that's very confusing for anybody so yeah. you're not on like a level platform of course you're super insecure yeah that's where that whole insecurity idea comes from yeah um and like you said being rooted mm-hmm. or strong and anchored in your facts and your beliefs yeah. then you can make a clear decision right that taking all that confusion yeah. and drama dramatic 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 emotions away. Yeah. yeah yeah and uh, dealing with people like that is actually extremely tough like i when, think well if they don't know how to receive it too yes. or how to handle it it's like and they blow up right like, <laughs> and i would say we both work in a male dominant environment <laughs> i'm not saying a lot of yeah. people deal with our men yeah so men some men Nowadays, 2022 men, I would say a real man, can appreciate a female that can, like, take charge, Mm -hmm. right? 1940 men stuck in 2022, it's like they're threatened, you know? Oh, my God, you know, she's, like, she's such a bitch, or fill it in, whatever, you know? And it's like... like, your job is secretary of the Shemina. Yeah, you should be over here. Yeah, yeah. I still deal with that stuff all the time. I would lose my shit. Exactly. I would... I'm telling you, I... Right now, I can, I'm can. i seeing myself flip the fucking desk. I'd be like, here's your fucking coffee, motherfucker. I'll write myself up. Thank you very much. <laughs> How many points was that? Five? That's fine. You know, he deserved it. It was well worth it. I don't need to work here anymore. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. But like... Just start a food truck, coffee food truck. Yeah, exactly. I'll start my own shit. You know, you want some? No coffee for you, right? Like Seinfeld? <laughs> no soup for you. <laughs> Baby. Right. So, but like if you, like working in a male dominant industry, it's, for me, I I find that I'm very blessed in what I, like it. I get to do because 
I work with men who request to work with me. So they know, right? Like they're like almost running into the fire. Like I'm coming, you know, I'm ready to get my ass handed to me on a, yeah, on a silver platter, you know, and, and to be able to call, it's not just dudes though, but I work primarily with guys. So when a guy opens up and is like sharing or they're going through their shit, I am now the perception. I'm receiving what they're saying, right? And it's it's the same shit, Teresa. It's like if they're married, they feel like they're a debit card. They're not appreciated. And it's their perception. Now it's their sharing with me, their perception of what's going on in their household. Yeah. And I'm like, is that really what's going on? Or are you vocalizing, hey, when I come home, I just want like I just want like 10 minutes with you. Let's just go sit on the front patio or let's go for a walk or meet me in the truck and let's just drive down the block, you know, and just re- and let's you and I connect. Especially if they have kids. You know? Right. Right. Now, if they have little ones, it's a different story, you know, but um, when they don't, when we don't communicate what we need, then um, it turns into an opportunity for obviously miscommunication. And now somebody is feeling in a relationship, somebody's feeling left out, somebody's feeling not treated properly, whatever. Do you, you know? suggest like, I wouldn't say counseling because I, I, I like strong, I'm strongly a proponent for therapy mm-hmm. in, in all senses of the word. Mm-hmm. Um, in all senses of the word, like for anybody who's like feeling super depressed, yeah, um, or anybody who's in a like relationship that they need support or they need, you know, just an outsider's perspective on things, or even like children if they're going through some type of difficult adolescent phase. Um, that's why he opens the door, <laughs> and um, and that kind of thing. So for me, therapy, if if you do, because you suggest that for me, yeah, yeah, like you were yeah. like. Girl, get a therapist. Yeah, like, yeah. Get your shit together. Yeah. You know? Well, because even as a as your coach, like I can see very quickly, like there are things that are beyond my capabilities of handling, right? And if and if this the sessions end up being more venting than lifting, then we have now I have now maximized <laughs> cross my, the threshold. Yeah. Like okay. <laughs> This is like beyond, this is like we are literally stopping and it's just like coming out, you know? And so I don't mind doing that, but it needs to happen more. And if I only see a client once or twice a week, Mm -hmm. then there's opportunity for that to build up more. And then when I do get you the rollover, it's going to, it's going to, it's just going to keep growing, right? The venting is going to get longer and longer and longer. So now if you have a professional outlet, yeah. not saying that we can't vent to me, because that's honestly, I feel like that's what I'm there for as well. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. And I've been very platform. blessed yeah, to like leave it on the platform. Like I don't carry it with mm-hmm. me when you leave, when even you, yeah. when you leave. Yeah. It's like, Hey, I'm going to the next client. And it's just like, boop, yeah. like gone. Like Allie says, like, it's all meatballs. It's all bullshit. Just let it keep rolling. Like, <laughs> you know, like, you know, I mean, and it's not, not that what, what my friends go through isn't important, but I can't carry it on my back. Like yeah. I can't bring it with me when I see you. Hey, how did this such and such situation go? Whatever. But really, you know, in relationships, focusing on when somebody vents, 
that's their perception. And we have an opportunity to encourage them to find out what the actual perspective is. Like, what was that person's intentions when saying X, Y, and Z? Or what is that? Did you even take time to consider when they delivered whatever they delivered to you? What happened before all of that came out of their mouth? Right. Oh, paying attention, I think, to your partner is like key. I feel like people lose perspective yeah. Yeah. of what their partner's going through or even what like you can be blinded by your perspective. Yeah. And then it comes out as and that's what I want to talk about that is like what is like projecting in your opinion. Because people will project onto mm-hmm. others, like mm-hmm. as a perception. Yeah. We'll feel that. But often like whatever someone's like spouting at you is sometimes what they're feeling. Right. And it has nothing to do with yes. you. Yeah. I, like, yeah, you yeah, like yeah, a lot. Exactly. Yeah. I, um, and for me, in my opinion, well, not even my opinion, for me, I used to be like that. I used to be that person. Same. I Dude, carry all the shit that happened in my marriage and work life as a mom, all of that. I would carry it. And then I would dump it on the wrong person. And it's really nobody that I should be dumping it on. I should have been in therapy. I should have um, had, outlet. had some Something. kind of outlet. Yeah, I really didn't have it and a healthy outlet until 10 years ago when I started going to the gym. Wow. <clears throat> so I was carrying everything for decades inside. Inside, you know, and I, I really do encourage like whether it's the gym or it's whatever gets the shit out like get it out you know I think people feel like sometimes that they just have to I don't know like muscle through it and vulnerability is strength to me vulnerability is is a sign of strength if anybody can say hey I'm really struggling right now or hey my home life with my parents is like this and they open up, that person opens up to me, that's, I respect that moment so much. And I feel like I'm going to start crying. I have had more windows of, like, insight of seeing my place in people's lives who I didn't even realize that I had that, you know. And when people place you in in their life as somebody that they can can confide in, Mm -hmm. that I respect that so much so much it's because it's like we're not besties but they know that if they ever need to like stop and talk that they can shoot me a text hey do you have a few minutes or sit down at my desk and like i you know i saw your schedule i know you have a set in about 15 minutes but i just really need to talk to you like let's go let's go let's go out back you know behind the gym there's a trail that drops right down go walk out there like let's go let's go talk you know and it's Having an outlet, whether it's the gym, talking to somebody, hiking, whatever it is. I don't know. Whatever it is for you, you the thing is, is we have to figure out, like, because everybody has daily stress. Everybody has something going on. Financial you know? stress. Like, Everything. Especially this day and age. Everything. Like, I think. Student loan. Yeah. Stress. Even if you're, like, even if you're a single person, no kids, no animals, you're just working. It's just you in a little tiny studio apartment. You still have shit going on. Yeah. You still and and you know what? Pause. If you don't, you're not fucking living. Being honest, like yeah. you're really not living. You know. And I guess if you are living and you're like Hakuna Matata all the fucking time, 
Pythagoras. Yeah, like bottle that shit up and market it because I don't know anybody that's got like stress free life, you know. Hakuna Matata. <laughs> yeah, just fucking Hakuna Matata. But like having it, being uh, able to communicate what's going on effectively is it changes because if our perception is jaded, if you don't communicate like, hey, Karen, what you said to me two days ago, which would be really shitty because I wouldn't remember two days ago, first yeah. of all. But if you're like, hey, Karen, what you said to me two days ago, <laughs> really yeah, that like really, that like just, it didn't really set well. Can we revamp, like, can we revisit that? Or um, I love saying like, mm, let's try that again. Like, yeah. I, like, I'll say it right then and there because I know my memory is shit. So if I'm like, okay, I'm going to, because here's the thing, if something bothers me that's said, and I think this is most anybody, if something bothers them that is said, they dwell on it mm, and it gets me. bigger and that. bigger and bigger, bigger for sure. You know, and we went from like a tiny little guppy, you know, a little, little, like a monster, little fish. Monster. So now it's like this fucking, you know. Megatron, huge monster, you know, Meg, shark thing. Like, yeah. And it's like, bro, all I said was, fill it in. Yeah. Not even be like, hey, you know, I don't know. I don't even fucking know. See, that's the thing. I don't even know. Because I'm so careful. Not careful. That's actually not, that's not the right word. I've, I know myself. Mm. And I know trigger words for people. Okay. I know words, especially working in the fitness industry, there are words that, like, you just, you don't say to a dude, like, oh, your arms are looking so lean. The fuck? Like, we don't say lean, tiny arms to dudes. That's not what they want to hear. <laughs> you know, that's not what they want to hear. Or to a female, like. No, but if you tell me my traps are looking fly, I'd be like. That's different. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but if I was like. Oh, your your tank top looks like it's looking really loose up there. <gasps> right. <laughs> My traps are flat then. Well, like start doing some high pulls. Like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? But there's trigger words. And if you don't, you're not aware of what you're saying. If we're not aware of what we're saying, but we're also not aware of what our own trigger words, because sometimes our own, like, words, like, what, what bothers us typically is going to bother somebody else. Yeah. You know, and that goes back to like what we're putting out, like make, like if you're putting out good quality, solid person vibes, not saying that you're not going to attract or get a shitty person here and there. Cause I've definitely got a few here and there, but typically they weed themselves out. Uh, right. Cause we make them very uncomfortable because we're like, I'm not treating you that way. <laughs> like, and then they just all of a sudden like, cause they can't, you can't level, you can only level down so much. Oh. So if you're up here and you're with somebody that's like just constantly fucking negative, 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 and they cannot remove the fucking emotion out of the situation and see like, no, homie, I'm actually trying to help you get better. I'm not attacking you. This is also why I don't work with a lot of females because females get very emotional. They wrap all their fucking hormones up oh. in their fitness journey. And it's like, no, bro, if you want to get strong, you have to lift heavy. Yeah. If you want to get strong, get off the fucking treadmill. We got to lift some weights, like, you know, get off the Stairmaster, like eat a biscuit eat, and let's food, go. Food. Yeah. Let's go. Let's fucking go and sleep. Like stop staying up on social media. Yep. Stop watching the bachelorette or whatever fucking shows are. <laughs> go to bed, you know, fasted cardio looks different for everybody. If that's what you really want to do, but I'm not, I'm not going to push that shit. If you want to get strong and then they're like, she's attacking me. 
she's, you know, not supportive. And that's even like degrading even how I'm saying it about other women. Well, but I mean, that's what I experienced. Maybe it's because I've already like I know like what I've seen the results from yeah. like eating, lifting yeah. heavy and like for two years now sleeping yeah. finally good. Yeah. Since I moved from Tampa. Yeah. So I was not sleeping. Yeah. Like, and the perception the, is the like, and if somebody sense. is is offended by that, you know, because I don't training is it's for me, it's no bullshit. And I'll say it like girls were like, you know, I want to get strong. Okay, well, we're going to put a bar on your back or we're going to pick up some dumbbells. Like we're not going to do. Yeah, we're not going to use the bands. We're not going to use the like fitness machines. We are going to move some fucking weight. Are you like ready? Actual arm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I'm ready for that. Then I'm not the trainer for you. Yeah. I will go fucking nuts sitting on a machine. Yeah. yeah. Like get the fuck out. Like, no. <laughs> like, I, when you're ready. By all means, come back and see me, but I'm not the best trainer for you. There are other trainers that can handle that and know how to progress you to come to me. I will tell you, I lose my mind with new, just entering in the fitness industry people. It's very difficult for me. And then it becomes, because I am very strong. It's like a coddling effort, yeah. Yeah, so then their perception is like... (gasps) Oh yeah, this is not for me or like she's, you know, she's attacking me or fill it in. And it's like, no, the facts are you eat this amount, you lift this amount of weight. Yeah. You stop fucking running on the treadmill. Cause that's, you know, contradictive of lifting weights. Yeah. Right. Right. Stop drinking the fucking wine and <laughs> chit chatting, <laughs> chit chatting on the patio and let's fucking go. Are we not going? You're not ready to go? Okay, then I am not the best trainer for you. But this trainer is the best trainer for you, and they know how to coach you step one, step 1.2, step 1.3. So I'm like step one to step five. Let's yeah. go. Let's fucking go. You know? And I think there's some wisdom in knowing, like, knowing your strengths and knowing what you can handle. And I don't, I used to think that there was something wrong with me. Like, why am I so bothered by people who are, I should be excited for people who are getting into the fitness industry. But I'm just, I mean, I'm excited for them, but I'm not the one for you. I think you even mentioned there were like two extremes. It was like people who have had to lose like a hundred pounds mm-hmm. or more. Like mm-hmm. that's a completely different style of coaching that mm-hmm. you're like not actually ready to bring into your life. Yeah. Which I think is huge. Yeah. Obviously, not good for them though. Mm-hmm. For like wanting to get hundred percent exactly. Yeah, like, like not you are like fucking that. stellar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like so, I am not for support you hundred percent. Yeah, just not the country. Yeah, but then then also you were saying like bodybuilders. Like, yeah, no, there's a totally different like exactly <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, explain the size. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> bodybuilding is like so needy, Intense. needy, 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 because they are. Depleted. Yeah, they're depleted. It's very meticulous. It's um, every physical body is not the same. So you could handle probably a ton of carbs, not a lot of fat, and, you know, mediocre protein. Somebody, your exact build, same age, everything's the same. Protein means protein, fat, fat, no carbs, yep. and salt, you know. And <laughs> then the other person's like, yeah, the other person's like, they need a shit ton of magnesium. And really what it comes down to is it's not just, it's not just the lifting and the food. It's what is going on outside 
of the gym, right? So magnesium, like that helps with recovery, oh, that helps yes. with sleep. So your minerals and Floating. stuff, right? So if you're not, if you have a high stress life outside of the gym, that affects your cortisol levels, which makes you retain water. Makes like, hence I ride at 200 on a regular right now, but I know my stress levels are like through the roof. So cortisol levels are high. That makes you retain water. That makes you retain fat. It makes you sleep shit. Shit. Yeah. So you've got to be able to have time to like literally like filter through every single little thing. Like, okay, this person was supposed to drop, excuse me, at least a pound over the last eight days and said they gained a pound. What the fuck? Now I got to go back and go through all their food. Ask every single, like, what what did you do at this time of the day? What you was coach, coach? Like, Yes, I have it. I was coached yes. as part for bodybuilding. And I'm like, get the fuck out of my life, bro. I don't want to talk to you. And he's like, but, like, something's wrong. What is going on? You know, and come to find out, I'm, and I'm still this way today, is my stress levels are always high. Wow. I don't sleep very well. Wow. Um, I have to have salt, but I don't like salt. But my body thrives off of salt in my food and I, but I just don't like it. Yeah, like it. So you always see me. So I'll have Gatorade yeah. and I put pink salt on my Gatorade. I can drink it Whoa. like that, but I have to do the sugar-free Gatorade and I can't, I don't like sugar Gatorade that is tastes like fucking like the frozen. You remember those, those, those ice pops, the ice pops, the, like the, the, the like Ten cents, yeah, ten cent ones. That's like this shit is cancer right here. But we're gonna eat five today, you know. (laughs) Yes, I was given that stuff, like you know. Yes, I still eat. You still eat hot dogs? I love hot dogs. I love good wieners. Yeah. Hey. (laughs) Quick plug. Yeah. Um, How was Knoxville? Um, Oh yeah, my shirt. Yeah. Ironworks Media Group for our <laughs> yeah. sponsorship of the podcast. Love so, yeah, Brandon, um, I don't coach Brandon Your anymore. Your shirt looks fucking awesome. Yeah, so I went to... I uh you were coaching him. I don't coach Brandon. I don't coach him. I did coach him. I didn't know that. Really? No, I just, I knew that he had, like, asked you, like, in the gym to, like, come in. Yeah, blah, 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 yeah, like. so when he, um, when he moved... I started doing program development for him. Okay. And um, I, mean, I still haven't done it yet, but I really want to get into jujitsu so that I understand the strength that's needed because he does jujitsu and strongman oh. so that I can effectively program for him. But also, Brandon, you're a shitty client. Like, he does not write down, he doesn't track anything. He doesn't track anything. But the proof is in the pudding because he's still, no, lifts. Like, oh, oh, oh. oh, yeah, I did my deadlifts today. Like how much weight? What, well, well, it was RPE of eight. So what was the weight? Uh, I don't know. I posted it on Instagram. You can just see it on Instagram. I'm like, oh my god! You know. So, um, so what I do, the kind of coach that I am, is no matter what, even if I don't coach you anymore and you're competing and I'm still part of your life, I will show up. Yeah, I will show up. So this is the second event. I went to the Arnold's with him first. Um, for jujitsu. And then this was the second event we did. And that was the strong man. And I went to Knoxville, Tennessee. All my kids came with me. It was super fun. Uh, the shirt that she's talking about, once you hear this on, uh, on Spotify or iTunes, I'm wearing, it's called armor gym. And, um, you all don't know this, but you're about to learn. I, my dream is to own a gym. And I fully believe if you have a massive dream, a massive goal, You've got to try to submerge yourself in that as much as possible. Mm -hmm. 
So if it's, you know, I'm just going to just throw this out there, but if it's like to own a Porsche, you should go to a Porsche dealership drive every one. week, test drive it, get in there. Get the numbers. Get the, well, and you're just, this is a normal for you. It is normal for me to be driving a uh, Porsche on Saturday, every Saturday at 10 a.m. And then you start working towards that, right? And so you start seeing what the numbers are, like, okay, this is what I need. And then you start associating or start like hanging out with people that have a Porsche because now you're in a dealership. So you're only around people that own Porsches, right? So I gym hop. So from time to time, I'll like go to Raleigh, I'll go to Cary, I'll go to Wilmington, and I'll just check out different gyms. Well, this is the third gym out of state that I've been to this year. I went to two in Ohio when we were at the Arnold's. Okay. Um, I went to... I think it's called the Powerhouse Gym, which is like a really famous gym. Yeah, Powerhouse, of course. Yeah, so we went there. That was crazy. What do you think? Um, so, yeah. So Crazy why? Crazy because it was like machines stacked on top of machines. Like oh, it was so tight. Too close. And everybody is like, poof, like oh, big, like blown up ballpark hot dogs. Like just big stacked dudes and chicks. My favorite. And, the, it, and it was two-story, which was cool, but it was like there was a lot of fucking equipment in there. And, like, no space whatsoever. So you would have, like, removed some of the equipment and allowed for uh, They had a lot of unused space downstairs because I think it used to be a bank. So they have a vault down there. So I'm like, y'all need to spend a couple million and get that shit out. And... You don't need a vault. You don't need a fucking vault. Like, what's going on in the vault? I want to see what's going on in the vault. <laughs> like, what? Because it's, like, obvious. Like, I mean, it was, like, the not... Vault, get sauna. Ooh. Or a float room. Ooh. Magnesium. Yeah. So, um, so Armor Gym is, this is what I want. You want that gym. I want that gym and I can level it up by two. Wow. 100%. I walked in there and I mean, this gym is so well known that, um, our friend Noah Steer was like, when you go there, he didn't even, I didn't even know this is where I was going. Okay. But Noah was like, you're in Knoxville. You got to check out this gym. He's like, my homie owns this gym. He's like, damn, I can't remember what the gym's called, but like, he's like, you know how I am. Like, I don't, I don't roll with like no fucking pussies, right? So like, I like, right? So it's gonna be like badass. It's gonna be that's Noah. Everything that is about Noah is badass. So I go there and I'm like, this, I guarantee you, this is the gym. So I take a picture of it. I take a selfie. I'm in there, and he's like, yes, go fucking walk around and look at that place, bro. What did you like about it? Phenomenal. Okay. It pertained to everybody. Geriatrics, overweight, strongman, bodybuilding, wellness, which to me is just like mom, everyday mom, soccer mom, powerlifting, CrossFit, cardio, marathon, distant runners, and military. The whole fucking thing. The whole thing. And it had a personal trainer room. like So it had a full-blown gym in a room for just coaching. Okay. Then it had a rehab room, which I was like, okay, well, I would definitely doctor this shit up like they, it was just more of like a massage chair area it looked like they were still kind of under development um or on like ongoing development not under development but yeah, they're growing yeah under construction. construction there we go um the child care room was nice my favorite my favorite thing you have to check out the collars you have to check them out you have to check out all the attachments to the cables you have to check out all the bands. So this shit is not just lying around all over the gym. So our gym, what am I spending so my most of my time? Picking up fucking collars, picking up cable stuff. I'm trying to find the attachments to do face pulls. 
And everything is organized in the back like a fucking hookah shop. Like, oh. everything is just on the wall. Beautiful. Ooh. And you have to check it out. And you got to sign your name. Okay, I will take uh, two class callers, right? Cool. Sign them out. And when you bring them back, here you go. And you just keep them with you. Like, I was watching dudes, like, like put them on their bag. Because I'm assuming they're probably doing more than just one barbell movement. Yeah. And they had them with them. Bathrooms were fucking legit. Like, five showers. Like, five stalls. Whoa. Paper towels to dry your hands. Yeah. You don't have to, like, use the fucking nasty air filter shit. <laughs> it's the details, people. It's the details. Oh, yeah. And they, they did have, like, a food meal prep pickup. But I would do in my opinion, better and have like an actual kitchen in there where you're like meal prepping and then, in the gym yeah, like, and it's like this. right there, Whoa. like right there. Like, Oh, you want a burrito bowl on your way out? Not a problem. Drop your order now and we'll have it ready for you when you're done. A beach kapash. I need about $10 million. <laughs> Here's my bag. <laughs> my cash app is not your ordinary mom. <laughs> That, yeah, not your ordinary mom. But anyway, so the gym was phenomenal. Watching Brandon compete, and Meredith was there, and the boys were there, and all. And I will tell you, I am not prejudiced at all because I will say if my kids are being jerks, my kids were phenomenal. We were outside from eight a.m. until four thirty the wow. entire time in the sun beating down on us. However, I'm a good mom. I brought their favorite snacks. I brought their favorite drinks. I made sure we had books, whatever. Uh, Katie had books. Everybody else had tablets. Yeah. And Meredith and Brandon did great about preparing for the boys. And we had chairs and it was just relaxed. Perfect. I mean, other kids were like fucking nightmares there. And my kids are looking at these kids like, what the? Huh? Never would have. Yeah. Like, and I'm looking at them like, I dare you. I fucking dare you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like I may be coaching, but I will stop in a like second, you know, to bring you in anyway. And perception, right. The perception is, is like, Oh, her kids are so fill it in, you know, her, or maybe like, wow, she must be a really tough mom because her kids are blah, blah, blah. No, the perspective is, is like, I know my kids. If I want my kids to be legit happy since really since birth, I have done this. If I'm going somewhere, I don't want my kids screaming and crying. So let me make sure they're fed. Let me make sure they don't have a diaper rash. Like everything's good. Everything's like cool, common flex. Okay, now we can go. I've never had, and I get this all the time when people ride with me. You have five kids in your car? It's so quiet. Yeah, because they're fed. They went to the bathroom before we left. They have their favorite snacks. They have their water or whatever it is. And they've got their tablets and their earbuds. And they're cool, common flex. Mm-hmm. It is a fucking equation. It's like very normal, you know? But People think whatever they think, and it's like, no, I put a lot of fucking work, and one, understanding my kids, Mm. two, figuring out, like, if I'm going to do something, I have to do it around their schedule. My life is still like that to this day. I My my work schedule is based around my kids. Everything is around them, and when when you're looking at somebody from the outside, I had this in my my marriage. People were like, you guys, you guys are fucking perfect. Okay, let me and I'm, and I'm like, oh, thank you so much. Oh my god, you're so weird. You have no idea. You know, <laughs> like people were like, you know, you're the perfect family. You've got seven kids. You got, you know, two dogs. Like, blah 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 blah. And 
we were not, obviously, because I'm not married anymore, you know? So that's their perception. But I was so afraid to clear up their perception. Wow. You know, I didn't want judgment. I didn't want to be criticized. I didn't want anything like that. And I'm still battling that to this day of like, how open do I really want to be about what happened in my marriage? Mm -hmm. How open do I really want to be about me not being the best version of myself to somebody who 100% deserves the best version of me and I deserve the best version of him and we just didn't fucking show up for each other. At the end of the day, that's it. It's not all on you, though. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, we both, like, did not show up for each other. You know, that's my best way of, like, kind of digesting that now is, like, you, he deserves to be 100% happy. I deserve to be happy. It's really shitty that we couldn't figure that out together. You were telling me that there's three sides to every story, right? Yes. Her side, his side, and the truth. Mm -hmm. Or, or and the shit we see in the gym, it's like, we're the truth. I see <laughs> her side. Yeah, I see her side. I see his side. And I'm like, I'm the truth. I know exactly what the fuck is going on. Oh, yeah. You know? And it's like. <sighs> I think you also see how much work people put into and then how much work they don't put in. And then you're like, when they come to you, they're like, oh, I'm not like you. You're like, well, yeah well and you know when you're a coach and you're working in a gym like like so again Brandon I love you but there's no way that the only way that I could track his workouts was through Instagram that is a shitty way to track somebody's workouts like I am not going to go on Instagram just to see what was lifted Mm -hmm. that is not that is not what I do like I spent a lot of time creating a spreadsheet Spent a lot of time in programming. Like, I need you to fill this out. And there's a lot of responsibility on a competitive athlete. And if you're not willing to do that, this is why we don't work together anymore. Like, his schedule is so crazy. He's paying for a service that he can't get full use out of. Uh, and I'm stressed out because I'm like, fill in your program. Fill in your yeah, program. And now it's like, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I'm really glad that we don't work together anymore because I think it would have fucked up our relationship. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Because that's the kind of coach I am. Like, you want me to provide for you. You want to win. You got to do this. You're not going to do this. I'm going to be like, let's go. Like, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And then if not, I will fire you. I'll remove you as a client. You know, you said that actually you were the first person to say that. Cause I've never seen it as that way. Yeah. It's like, well, I always thought, Oh, well, coaches are always trying to like gain clients. Yeah. Because that's how you make a living. Right. Understood. Right. But you're like, I've had to fire people because if they're not going to put in the same amount, if not, you know, more mm-hmm. or the same amount, then their money is a waste. Right. Your time is right. a waste. You right. Know? And you're putting in all this energy and effort. Right. And it's, it's tough. Like training distant clients is very, very tough. Like mm-hmm. I try to only work with people that I've physically worked with in person because it's very hard to understand and to receive my energy properly when you've never worked with me in person and you've never physically seen me in action. I'm dealing with that right now with a client, you know, and it's like, I homie, I don't know what to tell you. Like I can't make you do this, but if you don't do it, like at the end of the day, I still get paid, you know, (laughs) I'll still get paid, but that's not what I'm here for. Like I want your results to happen. And what will happen is I already know this person's going to want to continue on and I'm not going to continue with her until she finishes that first four months program. Right. So I am, I am walking away from $800 
because to me, it's more important for her to understand the foundation and also understand like what I do as is very serious for me. You know, I may just be, I've been called a glorified jock before. Like I may just be a glorified jock, but I work oh, on, yeah, I actually think that's kind of funny. Oh, for like a trainer. Yeah. Like a tra- oh, yeah. 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 I think she's like a fucking glorified jock. Okay, homie. Well, you know, when you're ready to talk about hormones, don't talk to me because I'm just a glorified jock. Like, I don't know <laughs> what the fuck I'm talking about, you know? I don't know. It's just, it just, it rubbed me the wrong way. And now I just, perception, right? Yes. Perception. You think that I just, oh, pick up weights, put them down, you know? And it's like, no, there's so much more to that. There's so much more. I wrote down a couple of things that I thought that you would actually, if we had like a mm-hmm. long conversation, mm-hmm. even though we're not there. Yeah. Um, it was like, you say I'm aggressive. I say I'm steadfast in my approach. Yeah. You know. Aggressive. And I was like, didn't we, we went over that. Like, I've been called aggressive so much. Yeah, you've been called, like, I think you even said like intimidating yeah. or whatever. And like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> the one with the problem. Yeah, like, that's you. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, with the intimidation. <laughs> yeah, like, not in my yeah, rebellious is like stepping outside of the norm. So I mean, mm-hmm. you can see it kind of both ways. And then impulsive being a decisive decision maker. Yeah. Hyperactive, exhilarated by everything. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it would probably be me. <laughs> yeah. I'm like super excited about it, but I've gotten a lot better. But you're like also to the exact opposite. Like when you're down, like you're like out. Like you're gone. Oh, you're like I just, like, myself. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. You shut down. Like, no, girl, everything's fine. Bitch, please. I asked Justin, what the fuck is wrong with her, dude? I don't know. You know he's like, <laughs> she's not sleeping very well. I'm like, I feel like something's off. Something is off. Yeah. And I'm like, I fucking knew it. It's like, funny it. to me. Yeah. Uh, stubborn is a certain. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Exact opposite of hyperactive. Certain of the outcome. <laughs> I like to say. Stubborn is certain of the outcome? That's what it says. Really? Certain of the outcome is because, like, I think that you're so stubborn that, like, you only see what you want. And that's all that's certain of the outcome. That's interesting. Yeah, I thought that was interesting too. That's why I got it online. I can't believe it's online. Fucking Google. I'm okay. good. <laughs> <laughs> Demanding, in tune with what I want. I would feel like that's something that we just kind of talked about. Mm. It's like I, people would probably say like, "Oh, she's like very demanding. Or yeah. She's like hard on me." It's like, yeah. no, I actually know like exactly like what I want. Yeah. Or like I have this vision of what what you can do. Yeah, and if you don't that like I'm not being demanding it's yeah. because or we can call it demanding it's fine impatient is quick to move forward I thought that was interesting too wow yeah I've been stubborn. impatient in a lot of <laughs> a lot of areas of my life lately but I'm being stubborn now and I'm like certain of the outcome yeah I thought that was interesting I think that one's interesting because I think of stubborn like guess, oh. I think of stubborn like I envision like like my grandpa like, there's no, like, there's, like, I feel like whenever I think of, like, stuff where I think of, like, going up against a brick wall, like, it's unmoving. Like, not going to move, not going to change yeah. your opinion, not going to sway, nothing. Stubber. Yeah, like, there is no fucking way. <laughs> there's no way. Like, what are you stubborn about? Like, my grandpa. That's what I think of. Like, I am not going to convince him to, I don't know, fill it in. I mean, he might be a little lax now, but. What did your grandpa think about that? Mm-hmm. He doesn't say anything about it. <laughs> I mean, my grandpa is crazy. My grandpa is in his 90s. What? So, home dude. What war was that? War two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, he is in the military and he retired as a full bird colonel. 
his uh, uh, fighter pilot. Yeah, because uh, well, for the Navy. 19... Like he was part of. He wasn't part of it, but he was in the in. I can't remember what the war was for the Baton Death March. That's why I did that this year. Oh, okay. Because I was like, my grandfather was part of that war, and I'm crying because I ran out of food and water in seven a uh, seven hour rough march. That is a lot. Twenty six point two miles of rope. Yeah, um, I just think stubborn is like, yeah, like, what am I stubborn about? I don't know. I mean, if you can pitch a good sell, I mean, I'm pretty. I mean, I jumped out of a fucking airplane, sixteen thousand feet. Is that because you wanted to, or because you were stubborn? No, I wasn't stubborn. I was just like, this shit doesn't sound safe. It's- it's actually probably one of the most safe practices now. Like, well, sport. yeah, like, you know, stuff. Chris was like, not, I mean, he didn't say it this way, but this just wasn't my head. It's like, I'm a fucking dagger. Like, I'm a dagger. Like, yeah. special forces paratrooper. Like, yeah. you're going to be fine. You're good. Okay. Sold. <laughs> you know, I'm going to be attached to a hot guy jumping out of an airplane. Like, let's go. And your special forces. Like, it's just my arm. No, I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah, I know. Just at September 10th. September 10th is the big D-Day. Yeah. Big D-Day. Big D-Day. Big D-Day. Not the dick day. Big oh, I got it. Divorce day. day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know. Like, what would you think that, like, you like what you think? There's no way Corinne would fucking do that. I mean, I think that you're stubborn with certain things, like with your children, people. Oh, in certain no. situations. Yeah. Okay. Personal, just me. Oh. Like I already know for you, if I'm like Teresa, got this like stellar sailor boat. We're gonna go on the sailor no, boat. No, we are not See? gonna do that. <laughs> we did an Airbnb on the boat. Negative for my 41st birthday. I might go if you're driving. No, I'm not driving. <laughs> oh fuck no. And it might be parked. Might be part. And actually, would be for my 41st, it'd be my, for my 42nd. I'm already planning the 42nd birthday. Because 40th and 41st should happen. Like that, yeah. 42nd, thinking about going to Florida and getting a sailboat and just, and you can do an Airbnb on a boat. And then the, um, the captain will like take you out and like you can go on the toys and stuff. Would you do it? Yeah, I'd do it. Fuck. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty open minded. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, that's why I think it's hard for you. Uh, it's hard for me. Because we're open-minded. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you would not do something. It depends on who it's with. Yes. Okay. Somebody that I'm, like, just met, I'm not, like, a fuck yes person. A helicopter ride, I'd probably be apprehensive just because they are extremely dangerous. Like, for real. Yes. Like, I would have to. I mean, I went in a hot air balloon. That's That's just dangerous. too. No. Yeah. I'll watch a hot air balloon, but I won't actually go. <laughs> I'll hold the tether for you. It was tethered, but it was still fucking high up. That's crazy. I'm like, they make ropes this long? Jesus. No way, dude. Yeah, I was attached to a car. That was pretty, though. I just spit. That's okay. Baptized. <laughs> well, um, that's okay. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's that's like, that's that's yeah perception, good. perspective. Um, make sure point. that if you don't understand what somebody is saying, Ooh, yeah. it's your responsibility to say, can we, like, don't fucking wait. If you don't understand, you need to say something like, 
my encouragement, my call to action is if somebody says something to you and you're not 100% receiving that well and it's like rubbing you the wrong way, mm-hmm. one, make sure that you're in control of your emotion, right? And two, say, can we try that again? Well, those are my words. That's what I say. Like, mm. and I'll kind of get goofy about it just to like kind of simmer it down. I mean, like, I would say describe it in a different way. Like, well, I'm like, other words. see, to me, that's aggressive. Oh, for me, that would be aggressive. I'd be like, mm. Can we try that again? <laughs> and then that's exactly what I'd be like, ooh, did that not sit well with you? That's usually how it goes. I'm like, yeah, I don't think I received that well. Yeah. Okay. And for me, I use comedy to to like lower it, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I put it on me. I take responsibility for not understanding what was right. said. I never put it on you of like, well, you didn't explain it yeah. properly. Motherfucker, I explained it the best way I could. If you need different words, get at the sources. Like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell you. So make sure you ask for clarity. And if you're still not clear, then say, I think I need to, like, sit on this for a little bit. Okay, that's a good way to put it. You know? Because yeah, I do my research is always kind of what I say. I'm like, I have to do my work. But how are you going to do your research on, on an emotional conversation between you and one person? Like, I need to do my research on, like, you. <sighs> Right. Like, what if I just said something? I know I've said stuff that's rubbed you the wrong way. I know I have. Oh, yeah. Like, when you say, like, yeah, whenever you even said, like, you need therapy, I was like, damn. Yeah. That hurt. Yeah. You know, but it, I was like, I probably should have said, like, I need to sit on this because that's all I really needed to do. Yeah. Just remove the emotion and be like, yeah. she obviously has a better, like, perspective. I'm just looking in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Looking in. Like, this is what. And see, that's the other thing is I'm not graceful with my words because I am just like, we got to go. We got to go, we got to go, we got to go, we got to go. And I live 100 miles an hour all the time. It's very, very difficult for me to, like, just lay and chill. Like, anybody that's trying to get – well, I fell asleep with my – well, yeah, but, like, I have to plan to be loose up. Tomorrow with my dog. But that's planned. Like, I can't – Jesus is going to come down from the mountain and tell me I'm amazing. Please. (laughs) And – Fill my bank account while you're at it. <laughs> um, but like, I I think what my okay my season is like I'm learning that I do go too fast, and there are people in my life who need me to slow down a little bit and have a little bit of great time, a little bit of spontaneous time available. But when I do that, that's when my depression kicks in. So I'm very hyper aware of that, and so I'm like, I don't really know if. Anybody is worth my depression right now. Okay. I don't really. And if that can't be respected, then they're probably not the best person in my life. Yeah, I was going to say, if they can't accept you and have you at your worst, then they don't deserve you. Oh, my God. Speaking of that, I saw that person the other day. I'll talk about this. Yeah. (laughs) Offline. Stop. Made it. Table it. Stop, 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 stop. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um... So make sure you ask for clarity. Yes, I like that. Don't dwell on anything. Nothing is worth your fucking time of dwelling and making it bigger than what it actually mm-hmm. is. Because then the emotion just grows and grows and grows and grows and grows. And then you project that on to somebody that doesn't deserve that whatsoever. Right? right? So if Time we bring up. in, yeah, like if you bring in stuff that happened at work, home, and Justin's like chilling with the bourbon or whatever, ready for dinner, and you're just like... Yeah, like, that's not fair for him whatsoever, you know, and I think it goes back to that, too, of, like, communicating what I, in my perfect 
view of a marriage, you know, should I ever get blessed to be in another one is like, if I'm having a tough day and I know my spouse is coming home, I, it is my job. It is my responsibility to communicate that to him before we interact. Like I'm having a really tough day today. Um, it's like a pizza or Asian food or whatever night night. And we're going to like all go for a walk and play basketball and like nobody's fucking doing chores and we're just going to woosah and like hang out. Like that's what I need. If I don't say that to him and he comes home and he comes home with this like laundry list of shit that needs to be done. Yeah. And I'm going to be like, fuck you, blah, 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 you know, because I didn't prepare him. I didn't prepare him and I held on to that. And then I projected all of that shit onto him. And then it flows on to the kids and it's in the whole home. And it's like all like all of that could have been avoided if you just sent took five seconds to send a text and be like, hey, I'm having a really hard day today. Let's do can you pick up like three pizzas on the way home and let's all eat and then go for a walk after dinner. Oh yeah. Simple, right? And then he's gonna come home and he's gonna be like, Damn, what's going on? Yeah. yeah, like you know what? I'm gonna feed the kids, you go take a bath. I'm not psychiatric. Yeah. And then, you know, and like, right? Because if you know, if the person that you love is having a hard time, you're going to want to take care of them. And if the person that's in front of you is not understanding what you're saying, you've got to take the responsibility of like changing your words, not being so fussy of like, let's go get it. I'm just joking. Like, I would never tell somebody to go get it. The sources. But if you're not going to tell me. It's so funny you say that. The sources, because it's the source. The source, the source. <laughs> I think it's funny. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. The source. Yeah, it's fine. Um, I'm just a glorified jock, so. <laughs> um, but I'm not your average mom. I'm not your average mom. Um, yeah, but if you don't communicate that, and I just keep reiterating, because I think it's so important, you've got to communicate if you're not receiving the words properly. I think so much shit would be avoided, would not happen. If you just said, I'm not receiving what you're saying very well, or I don't understand, can we try that again? You know, or I need a minute to process what you just said before blowing up, you know, and really removing the emotion. And also being able to just say, when we're having a difficult conversation, I would love for us to remove the emotion out of it yes. and just focus on the facts. The facts are you swipe the card too many times this month. Yeah. For things that we don't need. And now the bank account looks like this. Ugh. Yeah. Those are the facts. That's it. Not like, Oh my God, blah, 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 you know? And then the other person is like, well, you know, baby a needed, Soccer stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, this is why, you know, oh, okay. That makes sense now. Or, you know what? You're right. You know that my therapy is retail therapy and I'm struggling this month. Gotcha. Now you know, you know, now, well, why are you We're struggling? We need to get you some yeah. uh, other <laughs> retail therapy. <laughs> right, right. Like, what do you, right? So it instead of just being like, because I think, would you agree or disagree? Relationships are, well, marriages are affected finances, the emotional side of it, right? And just not communicating. Absolutely. Period. But I think, I don't know for sure, but I want to say finances is like one of the top like issues in marriages. If a marriage is struggling, it's finances. I thought that would be like a, like a big issue. Like yes. Yeah. But I know that that is a, a for sure yeah. issue for people. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're not on the same page financially, like. Thankfully, I don't have that 
Yeah. But I know yeah. for a fact that finances yeah. can be a huge stress on right. so, our relationship. Yeah, so if you're not communicating, you know. And then communication was like our, our next like item that people were like when you first get married. Like, yeah. Communication, communicate, communicate, Yeah. But like some people can communicate and I've had a lot of problem with that and I've gotten better at it. Yeah. Is just communicating and not actually saying. Yeah. Like if you are communicating and you're actually genuinely relaying information, mm-hmm. then that is received, I think, a lot better. And right. you can get to the bottom of a problem. Right. Than if you're just communicating and beating your heart with a shit. I think there's also, not I think, I know, there's something to be said about like really... When you have these tough conversations and you're really diving into this perception and perspective, I really want to get across, this is not necessarily for everybody. This is not the fucking bad boy, you know, who's bagging your groceries shitty and you're like, you know, (laughs) like, I'm not going to explain that you're doing a shitty job. Like you're, that's not worth my time. This perception and perspective conversations are for people who deserve your time these are in my opinion these are people that are in your circle or people that you deal with on a daily Mm -hmm. basis Mm -hmm. like your presence in their life makes a difference these are people that you work with these are people that you know are in your arena yeah that you live with so you should be able to have a tough conversation with these people to some extent i think in my opinion there are levels of tough conversations there's ones where i can like really get real deep and like really open up for myself and then there's other ones where it's like with my trainers and my staff where I'm like very surface level and it's more about them opening up and me asking the open the proper open-ended questions for them to kind of say whatever the fuck is going on and why they're responding or acting the way they're acting you know so this this stuff is not for everybody do not do not waste your time on people who don't deserve your time if somebody is not receiving you right and they're just like, this probably is going to sound wrong, but if somebody's not receiving you right, keep going. Like if they are, if, if somebody I don't know is like, wow, she's a, she's looks really overweight or she's, you know, you just look really bitchy. Oh, I don't fucking know you. So I don't care. You know, I don't care. Yeah. Or if you came to me and my community is really great about not giving me information that doesn't bring me life. If somebody's talking shit about me, I've never had anybody in the last two years come to me and be like, Corinne, that person is saying X, Y, and Z. I think because I project that out, I am not going to tell you. If somebody's talking shit about you, I'm not going to tell any, I bet the thing is, is people in my life, nobody talks shit about them. Or if they do, they're not bringing it to me because the only people in my life are the people that are in my arena. Yeah. yeah, So go ahead and talk shit. And I'm going to probably fuck fuck you up. You know, (laughs) I got a knife in my car when it's like slice your tires. But yeah, like, so nobody's going to do that because I project loyalty. I think that people also communicate right to you. If they have yeah, a problem, they have or a problem. They're like, hey, we're working this, or I see the guy having trouble. Yeah. I mean, you even heard it with Allie when she was on. Like, she thought I was a bitch. I thought she was a bitch. Like, you got two bitches thinking, like, the other one's a bitch, and we're really not. We're really nice, and now we're best friends, <laughs> exactly. you know? So, yeah, we're, like, super close. So it's just not, but I didn't give a fuck because I didn't know her. Uh-huh. So I didn't care. Like, you know, I, I, I don't fucking yeah, care what you think about me. You know, get the fuck off the leg curl machine, you know? Yeah. yeah. And then I find out the reason why she's on it is because she can't do legs because she fucking broke her leg. 
you know, got snapped in half, and that's the only thing she can say. Yeah. So anyway, but don't waste your time on people who aren't deserving of it. You know, if they don't receive you right, for me, the way I get through it is like that's your fucking problem. Like if you really want to receive me right, then you're gonna come back to me, and it's gonna be on them to say, I didn't. I'm. I don't think you meant to say this, right? But very rarely, if I rub somebody in the wrong way, I'll know right away. Oh, I, I know exactly what happened. If, if somebody comes to me and they're like, I did hear this person, and it's usually at the gym, you know, this person, this 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 member got upset. <laughs> yeah, I got upset because blah 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 blah. You know, like yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what the fuck happened. Karen, what? What the fuck? <laughs> I'm telling you, that's what happened. You know, I was on the bench. I was not done. My client was using it and they're going to come and they're going to sit down and just what, because we're doing a superset, like, or you think you can just use every fucking piece of equipment in the gym because you pay $20 a month that you can just use everything and nobody else can use anything. No, I'm going to say something to you. And then I get talked to Yes, that is what I said. And then the stunned silence is exactly what my managers are like. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, my takeaway is like to be in control of my emotions and then asking for clarity. I don't ever go back and like say. You have to own what your emotions are and what you say. You have to own it. You have to be responsible for what you say. You have to be responsible for how. You have to be responsible. If it's people in your community, in your arena, and you offend them, you have to be responsible for that. Because if they're that close to you, you know what the fuck makes them tick. Yeah, so the triggers, I have that. Yeah, you have to be responsible responsible for that. And that, I think, takes away the whole, like, you don't get to be a bitch to everybody. Like, you don't get to project all that. Go to Thrive. Go do some cryotherapy. Go float. A little plug. You know? Yeah. Thrive Wellness in Southern Pines is phenomenal. Absolutely. Um, Go do something because everybody in your arena deserves the best version of you. 100%, you know? Hey, guys. We hope that you enjoyed what you heard on this podcast. If at any point, you know, you shook your head yes you laughed, you felt moved, you felt some kind of emotion, or you saw somebody in your mind that you know that would be moved or encouraged or helped by what you just heard, please share our podcast, share what we are doing, share the movement. And uh, that's that's our form of payment, you know, is we just ask that you click that share button, send it to them and help spread the word. We love you guys.